This episode of the Global Franchise Podcast is brought to you by Expense Reduction Analysts, delivering cost optimization solutions to help international businesses survive and thrive. For more information, visit expensereduction.com. Welcome to the Global Franchise Podcast, bringing you unmissable conversations and updates to help you prepare for an exceptional 2022. I'm Kieran McLoon, editor for Global Franchise Magazine. M3 Link was was something that really made me feel like I I was on a team, uh, some people that I could collaborate with and learn from and didn't feel alone. And so that's one of the reasons that I really felt comfortable, you know, joining the the organization here, M3 Link Los Angeles, because of the team uh, that surrounds you and the resources that you can tap into. The world of franchising often attracts experts and leaders from industries outside of its close-knit community, such as NBA All-Star James Worthy and his recent partnership with business collaboration franchise M3 Linked. Following a wildly successful career with the NBA, James is now primarily known for his work as a sports commentator and analyst at Spectrum Sportsnet, but he's not finished with learning. By engaging with M3 Linked's Los Angeles community, he's able to collaborate and learn from business leaders that bring alternative perspectives. It's this sense of community and teamwork that really defines the franchise model, which is why we wanted to catch up with James to talk about his new partnership with the franchise, the lessons he's learned from the NBA, and the advice that he'd give to business leaders who want to make 2022 their most rewarding yet. Of course, we're bringing you on because earlier this year, um, you became a partner with M3 Linked, a kind of business um, community franchise, and you joined the franchise's Los Angeles community. Um, and I wanted to hear a little bit more, James, about kind of some of the, the key takeaways that you've had since joining with the, the franchise earlier this year. Well, one of the reasons that I was interested in uh, M3 Linked Los Angeles, being a uh, retired athlete you're always searching for the next team. And so the thing that drew me in was the ability to connect with people and to build a team where you had teammates. Uh, Sometimes you had a coach or a mentor and, and lots of resources. So throughout my career, I always had a lawyer or business manager and really didn't have the time to really uh, be totally involved. And therefore, I didn't feel like I maximized uh, all my business potential. Mm-hmm. So M3Link was was something that really made me feel like I, I was on a team, uh, some people that I could collaborate with and learn from and didn't feel alone. And so that's one of the reasons that I really felt comfortable, you know, joining the, the organization here, M3 Link Los Angeles, because of the team uh, that surrounds you and the resources that you can tap into. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a really important thing for any kind of business leader or just, you know, professional in their life is that sense of community. Um, and when you're talking about collaboration there, James, what kind of sessions or work does M3 Linked provide to share back, uh, best practices among its members? 
Well, depending on what your uh, what you have mastered, you know, you go into these virtual meetings, you know, meeting, you know, different people. You meet investors, you meet other entrepreneurs, uh, you meet CEOs, you meet people who affect the bottom lines of companies. And they're also uh, looking for some type of uh, resource to help their company. So uh, you not only go in uh, looking to enhance your company, you go in looking to help other people as well. So it's it's really harmonious, a lot of cohesiveness uh, to the process. And so when you go in there, that's what you do. You spend uh, a little bit of time talking about your business and what you have to offer or what you're looking for. About 90 seconds per person. And then from there, you break out into what I really love about the concept is you break out into these little tables. Once you've discovered and once you've kind of seen what's there, I call it going fishing for a little bit. Then you go and you go to these breakout tables and you explore a little bit more in depth and how you can help one another. So I love that process. And then you communicate, you know, away from uh, the forms. If you uh, develop that type of relationship, you always have someone that you can depend on that may have resources that you could use, or you may have uh, some that to offer uh, other business collaborators. Yeah, it sounds like really rewarding sessions. And um, what does your role as a partner with M3 Linked actually consist of, James? How involved are you with the organization? Well, I'm a, I'm a uh, I'm a witness, you know, to to the people who are members or people who are seeking to be members that, you know, you could always use, you know, collaboration. I I serve as an ambassador to bring people in as a spokesperson to say, hey, look, this is what I experienced throughout my personal career as a professional athlete. And, you know, I'm a sportscaster uh, in my full-time job at Spectrum, but I also have other ventures that I still need, you know, collaboration. So I serve as a witness, someone who is still learning about business, someone who still needs resources. I do a lot of public speaking where I talk about teamwork and and how to create, you know, wellness within the workplace. And so I still seek, you know, advice and, you know, whether it's a banker, uh, whether it's an investor, uh, uh, whether it's a tax lawyer, you know, uh, it's just so many different avenues to explore uh, when you're in an M3 link setting. So I love that as opposed to trying to do it on my own, opposed to trying to go out and, and you know, figure out how to even have an interview and, and set up these important meetings. So uh, for that, it creates some comfort knowing that uh, I do have a database that I can depend on immediately and expeditiously. It, it, it expedites your accessibility to people and to what you may be looking for. Yeah, no, it sounds like a very valuable um, melting pot. And as you say, that's kind of where the best ideas and experiences are really shared and generated. Um, as you mentioned there, James, uh, you're now currently a, an analyst and a commentator for Spectrum Sportsnet following your really successful career with the Lakers in the NBA, which um, isn't too different from how the best franchisors and business leaders today that we've spoken to on this podcast have uh, have had hands-on experience as franchisees or employees earlier in their career. Um, and I wanted to 
hear a little bit more, James, about your thoughts on that in the sense of, do you think that that sense of empathy from having that hands-on experience is something that's really important for the um, the strongest leaders of today? Absolutely. Uh, you know, everyone wants to uh, be successful. Uh, everyone wants to bask in their success and make a lot of money. All that is is fine and part of the process. But knowing what your role is uh, within an organization or within your team is critical. Everyone plays a role and everyone brings something to the table. So if you're the most talented person in the company, yes, you're probably going to get a nice salary. Uh, you're probably going to get a few more perks. But you must understand your role is to not stand alone, but to look around and bring those who may not be uh, as talented or may not have reached your potential yet and bring them up uh, to the team level that's needed to be successful. Uh, if you're someone who, who does something really good and that's what you specialize in, then you have to stay within your box and try not to do too much, not try to overdo it. You're part of a team. We don't need five Michael Jordans on the team. You know, we don't need five LeBrons. Imagine how many basketballs you'd have to have to fulfill that. No, you need a passer. You need someone who's a really good passer and understands exactly where you want the ball passed to you in order to make a big bucket or in order to make a great deal. If you're an accountant, you want to put the numbers together so that you can usher that to the front office so that they can make the best deal for the company. You know, it, it's what your role is. So, uh, yes, being in that atmosphere, knowing that you can help someone, knowing that you're helping the team, because the main goal at the end of everything is you want to win a championship. You want to be the number one company. You want to be on the cover of Forbes, whatever it is. That's the number one goal, not to come in fourth place, not to come in fifth, even though top five, a lot of people think that's good, but your number one goal is to maximize every inch out of the talent and the company that you have. And that's the key. You can have the most talented people, but they might not have the cohesiveness and the togetherness in order to make the team work. You may have two really good talented people and three really hard workers that know how to mesh now you have a team that's successful so uh that is the key to knowing your role and being a leader there's now just two months remaining to enter the global franchise awards 2022 which have already received a flurry of franchisors looking to promote their industry leading brands if you think you have what it takes, make sure you enter at globalfranchise.com forward slash awards before the 20th of January, 2022. And um, beyond that kind of, you know, real appreciation for empathy and understanding the skills of those around you, um, what do you think, James, make uh, are some of the other elements that make for an effective instrumental leader, whether that's the coach of a basketball team or the manager of a franchise location, say? Knowing the content within your team. You cannot get water out of a rock. So don't try that. You know, you have to know the personalities on your team, knowing how to communicate with each and every person on your team, because it may be a little bit different. You do have the team principles, but within that, 
You have to deal with individuals. Uh, you have to start by being a good listener, being a good listener, and, and then turning that into productivity. You know, uh, I played for some great coaches. In college, it was Coach Dean Smith, uh, one time one of the winningest coach in college basketball. And he had a philosophy that everyone was the same, whether you were Michael Jordan, James Worthy, or whether you were the towel boy or, or, or the manager of the team. Everyone had a voice. Pat Riley was a little bit different. He understood personalities. He knew how to push people uh, to the edge, and he knew how to pull back on. So you have to be a good listener. Uh, you have to be able to have good rapport and 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 blunt communication without losing, you know, your employees. You have to you have to develop a good atmosphere in the workplace where your ears are open to listen, and then you're able to uh, command and and have that uh, respect and that mutual respect for one another that you're going forward and you're moving forward as a team. And I think the key is how you convey that. And uh, that's the that's the first start. Yeah, no, I think that's some very actionable advice there, which is really useful. Um, as well as, of course, as we've mentioned, your current uh, role as a commentator for Spectrum and your extensive career with the NBA, James, you're also the founder of the James Worthy Foundation, which is, of course, an organization that works with nonprofit operations to give back to local communities. And I was wondering um, whether you think that that sense of, uh, you know, that almost obligation rather of giving back is something that all executives in leadership positions should strive to do where possible. Do you think that that's something that's represented Presented enough in today's business world. Yeah, absolutely. And just for FYI, we started the James Worthy Foundation in uh, my home state of North Carolina. We're currently uh, revitalizing it now. So you're going to be seeing some updates to that uh, going forward. But the purpose of the James Worthy Foundation is uh, I've always believed that uh, successful businesses, you know, you, you, you have a platform and people are, are listening to you or you, you have an ear. The main purpose of that platform is to give back. You know, I had a lot of people in my life that contributed to my success, school teachers, uh, obviously people in my community. And I was one of those kids, one of those struggling kids who, if it were not for uh, certain entities, I, I don't think I would have, you know, made it. So the, the reason that you are given success, in my p- opinion, is to reach back and and give back to someone who who needs it, and so by by doing that, we were able to uh, help a lot of veterans who were being uh, reoriented back into to the community. Uh, I currently uh, give scholarships uh, in my mother's name. Uh, my mom uh, was a very big, uh, you know, committing to the community. Uh, we give about four or five scholarships to kids. And, um, you know, we believe that the community is is where uh, our kids are, are raised. There's an old saying that the village raises our community and we believe in that. So uh, and, and so I've just copied what a lot of great companies do uh, on a smaller scale. 
Yeah, absolutely. And it seems that that also ties back to what you were saying about businesses where you're able to, you know, recognize those um, maybe gaps or areas that you can help out and raise up those around you, as you said. Um, my my final question for you, James, is just something, I mean, you've already delivered something of a business masterclass just in our short conversation, but um, what would be your go-to piece of advice for leaders in 2022 in the new year who want to have a fulfilling and successful career, whatever that kind of means for you? Well, uh, my advice uh, in my, you know, amateur business world is to recognize the change that happens. Obviously, you have a product, you have a concept uh, that that you feel will work for others and you can master and, 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 you know, get to your mission. But you have to understand that things change around you and sometimes you have to take a time out. Uh, taking a time out is a good thing to kind of take a, a, a survey of where you are. And sometimes you might need to change your playbook a little bit in order to keep up with what's currently in front of you and uh, how you're projecting where you're going. Projections are, are important. And staying on track, always in discussion with your customers, with your vendors, with people that you're serving. That's a constant a constant thing, seeing what their needs are. Because sometimes what you think you're providing all the time is good, it's a good thing, and you're producing, but sometimes you, it, it's, you have to really listen to what the need is. So that would be my, you know, in addition to what we've already talked about, understanding how things change around you. Do you need to deviate? Do you need to, you know, re revamp uh, and reboot in order to uh, sustain and keep up with uh, your mission? So that's it. Yeah, I think that ability to be, you know, adaptable and flexible, as you've said, is kind of has really been, um, you know, put into practice over the past 18 months or so with the pandemic. And so I think maintaining that throughout the new year is only going to be a positive thing. Um, well, thank you very much for joining us today, James. It's been really interesting speaking with you and uh, looking forward to seeing what's next from M3 Links as we move into the new year. I agree. I look forward to it as well. Good luck. James's experience with M3 Linked has proven to already be fruitful as he managed to pack a real leadership masterclass into a concise package. His advocacy for knowing your team and its strengths and weaknesses will be applicable to franchises of every type, and business leaders will no doubt be able to take away useful pointers from James's guidance when it comes to recognising industry change. It was also great to hear more about the James Worthy Foundation and how James believes that those in leadership positions should use their authority and power for the betterment of their communities. Sometimes it can be easy to forget where you came from, but the most impactful organisations bring those up that helped them on their ascension. We'd be keen to hear your thoughts on this. Do you endeavour to give back to your local community? And what do you find are the best ways of doing so? Make sure to let us know. If you like the podcast, subscribe and recommend it to your friends and colleagues. Or even better, leave a review or a simple rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your pods. To keep up to date with franchise news and have it put into context by the global franchise experts, subscribe to the magazine, hit us up at globalfranchisemagazine.com and follow us on Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn today.